Hello and welcome to Alameda County Library's Read On Podcast. We're talking about new books, classic books, and other fun stuff you can get from your library. We hope you enjoy. Find us on the web at aclibrary.org. Hello, this is Natalie. And this is Kate. Welcome to I Tried It. Well, Natalie tried it. Yes, I, I haven't actually I tried, tried it. it. I'm going to con- try to convince Kate that she might want to try it. So today we're talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's new cookbook, It's All Easy. Delicious weekday recipes for the super busy home cook. Which what? I wouldn't say I'm exactly a home cook. But I have so <laughs> many problems with this already. I should, but I should let you. Should well, I'm going to start with the confession for Kate and for all of you, which is that I love Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, <sighs> it's a little bit ironic, but it's also true blue. And goes back <laughs> all the way to 95 when she was Emma Woodhouse. You know, when she was dating Brad Pitt, when she first appeared. You know, Margot Tenenbaum, Pepper Potts. That mm. time she said that she would rather smoke crack than eat cheese from a can. So I feel you on the Margot Tenenbaum thing. But mm-hmm. with, with Emma, I suspect that you really just love Jane Austen and Gwyneth Paltrow is getting the benefit of that, which is not fair. She does not need any more benefits. What does <laughs> Possibly, Gwyneth but she's Paltrow... Also, she's also Pepper Potts. Okay. What does Gwyneth Paltrow know about busy weeknight dinners? Does this woman not have a staff? And and, and here, just, just to lay it all out, this is where I'm coming from. How many cool jobs do you get to have in a lifetime? You get to be an Oscar-winning actress. You get to also sort of sing. And then you get to do cookbooks and have, like, a lifestyle brand. She's hogging the cool jobs. So it, you, You've got an That's uphill true. road, but please, please but you get tell to me. kind of, like, pretend that you're, you know super chill Hollywood mom while you're making your granola, which is the recipe that I tried. Okay. So the good thing about this cookbook is that it is actually pretty easy. A lot of times all you know, you try a fancy cookbook, and it's like, okay, I'm not going to make this. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me five hours. That's true. Like, some of the easiest recipes in here, I mean, there are, like, three different versions of avocado on toast. You know, like, you can put right. bacon on it. Or and you can, you can pay $8 for that in my neighborhood, so it may be worth it to make your own <laughs> yeah. avocado toast at home. Yes, that's true. You can get it super expensive where you can, you know, just buy an avocado and cut it open. Um, so the granola is actually really tasty. And it didn't take that long to make. The one tricky thing I'll say with Gwyneth is that you will have to, you know, hunt some ingredients down. You need to get your, you need to get your hip seeds. Okay. You need oh, see, to get some, no, you know, that, if you have to, shredded coconut. If you have to go to three specialty <laughs> health food stores to get your granola ingredients, well, I got it, it all from, I got it all from Trader Joe's. So oh, okay. If you've got a Trader Joe's, you can, you know, work this out. I will say my one kind of tip to the people using this cookbook that she often uses crazy ingredients, but you don't need to use her crazy ingredients. Like, she's if she's using, you know, special salt from Maldives, whatever, you can just uh, get regular old is salt. She, is she just tell me, is she using special <laughs> salt from Maldives? She is, isn't she? It was some kind of special what salt. What was in I don't this remember. granola? What, what was in the granola? The granola is just, like, walnuts. Oh, they were buckwheat groats. Oh, my God. Which is the, you so know, annoying. kind of most <laughs> annoying-sounding thing. But yeah. tastes really good. <laughs> oh, and the buckwheat groats were at Trader Joe's. They were. You know what else is at Trader Joe's? Granola. Pre-made granola. <laughs> which is what the actual busy weeknight moms well, actually, are doing. So the granola is one aspect of a bigger recipe, which is, you know, yogurt parfait. Mm. And it does actually say you can either make this granola or you can choose your favorite, you know. Oh, okay, okay, good. So she knows. She knows about me. <laughs> she knows, and she makes it in a jar, and I actually did go buy some little mason jars. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, um, what, what can I say? Am I going to try this? I Is feel this? like you can buy some granola from the store and then put it on top of yogurt, and then you've kind of done it. 
here's the thing. Here's the thing with cookbooks is that if you do the recipe, you're supposed to sort of feel like, oh, look at me. I did this thing. And I feel like if I make buckwheat groat granola in a mason jar, I'm going to hate myself almost <laughs> as much as I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. That's my concern with this. You might, but it's, you know... Or you might fall in love with Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm just, I'm just going to watch Royal Tenenbaums again. Well, you, you, you know, you make the granola and then you sit down and you watch Royal Tenenbaums. There you go. Okay. All right. That's the deal. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if I've convinced you, but Uh, hopefully I've at least convinced you to go to the library and watch um, our copy of Royal Tenenbaums. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So some out of it. Anyway, this has been I Tried It. Natalie. And this is Trevor. With Book to Screen. Today we'll be talking about Preacher. The comic book by Garth Ennis. Mm-hmm. It's being made into an AMC TV show that I'm sure they're hoping will take off like The Walking Dead. I'm, I'm pretty sure it will. I mean, with the storyline of a guy who's going to go try and, I don't know, like, angry at God and maybe going to try and kill him because... Yes, yeah, very, like, kind of um, darkly charmingly blasphemous. Right, right. <laughs> Jesse Custard, or Custard. <laughs> Jesse Custard. Custard would be better, yeah. Yeah, it would be better. I mean, he's just fed up. He doesn't feel like the world's a fair place, and then he gets imbued with, like, the voice of God where he can command anybody, or maybe anything, to do anything. Yeah, as long as they, I think they have to understand English. Yeah. Is that true? I, you know, in I know in the graphic novels, mm-hmm. I think it is true. But... He could say some pretty rough things. I mean, I think... Yeah, there's some things... Oh, I can't, I can't say that no, no, there's on a library podcast what he tells this guy to do, but... Um. But he does tell the other guy to go count <laughs> all the, the grains of sand on a beach, and the guy's just stuck there for, like, the rest of his life <laughs> doing it, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, Jesse, he's this West Texas preacher who, you know, has been kind of having a tough time. He's got this... Okay, what do they call it? A con- <laughs> they've got a congregation of people... Right. Who are sinners, and they're just, you know, wife beaters, kind of all these terrible people. They don't listen uh-huh. to his sermons. They don't really care. So he's already kind of frustrated. Uh-huh. And then he gets, yeah, imbued with pretty much God. With, like, like God. God. Not, not, <laughs> not capital not, G. Yeah, not O-D. like, you know, yeah. With their air quotes there. But not like, the OG God, right. but like, you know. A new God-like new power. God. But yeah. he has all the powers of, I'm going to call him OG God. Yeah. So he is, once he has his power, he's angry because OG God has disappeared. He's taken off. He's like, I'm not going to do this God thing anymore. Mm-hmm. He's just gone. So Jesse's like, I'm going to track down OG God, and I'm going to ask him to explain himself. So that's mm-hmm. pretty much... Right. And then he goes with like the help of his girlfriend, uh, Tulip, and his blood-drinking Irish vampire friend, Cassidy, mm-hmm. um, who's a... They're all complete messes. I mean, all three of them are messes. But somehow they managed to go across America looking for God, which makes it a great road trip story as well. At the well. same time where there's this character in Saint of Killers mm-hmm. who is hunting down Jesse. Mm-hmm. And remember, yeah, the Saint of All Killers, yeah. Mm-hmm. He kills death and becomes that character. It's mm-hmm. crazy. right? And there's some a lot of great kind of characters here. One of them is called Arseface. <laughs> yeah. He's this guy who... Um, so, you know, he loved Kurt Cobain, huge, you know, uber fan. And when Kurt Cobain killed himself, you know, he's like, I'm going to do this too. So he shot himself in the face, but... It didn't work. Didn't work. 
Uh, how are they gonna do that on the screen though? Because I mean, the Glenn Fabry is such like mm-hmm. when he did the covers and showed Ars faces inverted face kind of it was pretty intense i can't imagine that they'll be able to put that to the screen i'm glad you asked that trevor because i'm going to show you a picture you listeners won't be able to see it but you know i suggest you google and look along this is the the face of our face oh god (laughs) no way oh (laughs) wow okay yeah they did kind of go there didn't they yeah they went there holy moly yeah that's crazy might be a little hard to look at yeah, it's and a little hard to look. A little hard to look at. You know when it's you know when it's a graphic novel, it's like it's kind of funny. Right. But this is just like ugh. Yeah, that's neat because graphic novels give you that like that distancing mm-hmm. where you can look at you can read sort of violent things or disquieting things and you've got some distance from the page because you can sort of shut it. Yeah, I wonder if that'll come through in the TV show cuz the the comic yeah, it can be really graphic and like violent and disgusting, but it's kind of really funny at the same time. Right. Right. Garth Ennis is kind of known for that. Like yeah. it's sort of like hard-hitting but really kind of a blackly comic. Balance. Yeah, go from, yeah. like, really kind of believable, like, kind of family drama and, like, abuse and torture, and uh-huh. then it'll be funny because he has, you know, this friend on the bayou who has one eye because he's, you know, the product of centuries of inbreeding. Right, right. <laughs> so it's, like, you know, sincere and, and violent and funny and kind of all of these things at once. So I'm excited for the show because I think it's going to... yeah. I'm pretty excited as well, and I would I would also say that before the show comes out, go to the local library, check those graphic novels out, so you can read them first. Read them, mm-hmm. so you can you know. Yep. Tell us if they get it right, and the show starts May twenty second, so you better get those graphic novels now. next title is Panther by Brecht Evans. Okay, so podcasts don't lend themselves immediately to the visual realm, but please allow me to try and capture your imagination in this segment with some words. The artwork on this book is stellar, and I should mention this is a graphic novel, and the artwork is fantastic. It's geometric and angular, densely detailed, and almost oversaturated in color, which somehow softens all those lines, but also seems to allow enough contrast so that the viewer thinks maybe there's a hidden pattern. It is gorgeous. Panther tells an unsettling story of a young girl, Christine, recently devastated by the death of her cat, who meets a panther who jumps out of her cupboard. At first charming and lifting her spirits, the story quietly and inexorably grows dark as shape-shifting Panther starts taking more control, becoming more manipulative, and leaving Christine more and more isolated. Trying to describe Evan's art is really difficult, but do your eyes a favor and do an image search for Brecht Evans Panther, B-R-E-C-H-T, Evans and Panther, like the animal, and then check out the book for the full 120-page story from your local Alameda County Library. This has been another episode of Read On, the podcast from AC Library.
for us at aclibrary.org.